Oh, for the love of the big, sexy world travelers out there, this is Judgmentalist hitting your ear holes with the new hotness. I have come to a realization. I have come to a realization that if I ever end up single, I am going to just pick up and move to what sexy is because he, he happens to have this talent of just being some sort of magical magnet for gorgeous ladies. Here he is. <laughs> Big sexy. What's up? Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Whenever this is hitting your ear holes, I hope that it is good. Yeah, that's a good definition. I, I'm a magnet for the attractive people. I think I like I think that's because uh me and my wife are also attractive people. Um and like attracts like. And so, you know, we find ourselves among a uh a, a plethora, a plethora of gorgeous people here in, in España, everywhere in the world, actually. Like, no shortage of fineness in the world here. I feel like, like, just vibe-wise, and, and this comes from my own life experience and being what I'd like to consider myself to be an absolute champion wingman, that if the two of us ever ended up single, for whatever reason and in the same place the world would light on fire yeah like, it'd, be, it'd be dangerous it'd be, it'd dangerous. be some shit um, like, and i love playing the game of wingman you know and i yeah. can do so regardless of my relationship status because i'm just serving as a wingman just the wingman. yeah yeah and I'll tell you, actually, if you're in a backpack, he's probably listening to this. He'll chime in and tell you what kind of a wingman I am. One of, <laughs> one of my favorite games to play when he is around and I am wingmanning for him, whether he wants me to or not, is, um, and this will be a reference for anybody to, to how I met your mother. I like to play the game of have you met Ted, except that's exactly what I say. Here in the backpack, real name is not Ted. However, I introduce him as Ted, and it is like a next level icebreaker in a way that if you've never played that game, like that's the way to go. Like, you're in a backpack, chime, send us a, a, a send us an email to give us a story of, of uh, some of judgmentalists, uh, oh, wingman extravaganzas. I look forward to those stories. Oh, uh, it, yeah, yeah. For 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 him to, I can't even imagine. I mean, I can because I was there. Some of the stories that he might elect to write in and tell. I, uh, I look, I look for, I look forward to reading those. Just, not not even necessarily just wingman stories, but like just stories, some good stories. You know, we we spent several overlapping years of undergrad together, and yeah, yeah. there's some stories. <laughs> Yeah, matter of fact, listeners, if you want to check out some of those stories, go swing back in our uh, back episodes. Uh, look for a beer in a backpack. Uh, he's been oh, on yeah, a couple times. Yeah, we told times. the Canada story, right? The trunk story. Yes, tell the Canada yes, story. Yes, 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 yes. So uh, uh, <laughs> check out those episodes. They're, they're a lot of fun. They're a lot of fun. It's a great interview. Uh, speaking of great interviews, <laughs> segue. Um, you, today we of course is the bonus episode if you're listening to this and you know this because it's on a saturday or this is dropped on a saturday i don't know when you're listening to it's this. saturday somewhere somewhere no matter what it's, well yeah somewhere some eventually it either was saturday is saturday or gonna be saturday so 
this episode. So today is a very interesting one because today is uh, I got I got to interview the technically the first person that we met when we came to uh, Banam Madana. Right. And I'm not counting staff at the hotel we stayed in in Spain. Right. I'm not counting. Um, uh, yeah, I don't have to count the land. We didn't not, not counting any staff or whatever, whatever. The first person we met that wasn't um, that, that we didn't have to meet was my friend uh, Maria Paz. She uh, had a studio. I mean, um, a shop in. Uh, Banal Beach, which is the if listeners remember the second place we stayed in Malaga. The first time we go, oh, Malaga is a nice, actually a nice place, and not the fucking shithole that we thought it was the first two days we got here. Um, she had a shop in that uh, place called Banal Beach, and uh, her place is called Portal Shanti, um, a wellness health uh, clinic. Right, she did massage therapy and and a lot of tarot readings and spiritual guidance and things of that nature, and of course her uh, shop was filled with rainbows. So naturally, my wife was drawn to that, and then she looked up and saw my wife in rainbows and was drawn to that. So we met and you know talked for a little bit while we're there, and then uh, not again, and until we went to a. uh, Sorry, my wife is doing something in the kitchen, so there's a lot of background noise. Um, we, we went to, uh, our first get together, uh, for our friend Mimi, who just recently had her episode play here on Big Sexy Digital Nomad. And Maria Paz was there. And we actually talked about this whole thing in the interview, but yeah, like, and I kept looking at like, why do I know you? Like, how do I know you? I don't. Maybe I'm, whatever, whatever. And then she started talking like, yeah, we you know we were in Banal Beach. Oh, I have a shop in Banal Beach. Oh, oh, you know, the big uh, surprise. Oh, there, that oh, makes yeah. sense. Okay, that's that's where we know you from. So really cool interview. We sit down, we chat and talk a lot um, about that, about her journey uh, from um, Venezuela uh, uh, here to Malaga and all that stuff in between. Do you, let me ask you a question before before we get into the interview. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I'll, listen to the interview. I'll, I'll save I'll save the, the question for after the interview, guys. Uh, uh, enjoy the interview. Interview. I was supposed to say something there, wasn't I? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, you were. I'll get it next time. Enjoy. What up, sexy world travelers? It's your boy, Big Sexy, here on another bonus episode of Big Sexy Digital Nomad. Welcome. Today, I am sitting with, uh, actually, technically, uh, you may have been the first person we met. Really? Uh, in Malaga. Okay. In Malaga. Yeah. I met some friends of ours who live in Malaga. We met them first on the cruise coming over. Right. Uh, my friends Mar and Druv. Okay. But you were the first person we met because we didn't meet anybody the first two days we were at um, uh, La Hispanidad in okay. Maria Zambrana. It wasn't until we came to Banal Beach. And listeners, my uh, my friend here owned a shop 
in uh, Banal Beach, the resident we were staying in, um, it was Porto Shanti. Yeah. Right. Um, and uh, it was, we noticed it because there were like rainbows everywhere. <laughs> and then uh, she noticed my wife, because again, you know my wife, Nella is rainbows, right? <laughs> um, and so uh, she noticed her. So we started talking and getting to know one another. Like, yeah, I have my own uh, rainbow here. Yes. Yeah, so the uh, pay, poor, uh, <laughs> Patreon members will see her rainbow tattoo of her. <laughs> Uh, almost like a Rainbow Dreamcatcher. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Rainbow Dreamcatcher, the Love Podcast. Um, so yeah, we met you, and then we was talking. And back to you then, in your we shop. had no idea we would end up being friends, mm, and like that no today clue. we would be sitting here. Uh, <laughs> uh, so without further ado, uh, folks, give it up for Maria Paz. <laughs> yeah. So uh, interestingly enough, right? We uh, we made in your shop. We. You know, it's, it's one of those, you're working in your shop. I'm a resident, guest there, walking past, saying hi, just familiarity of high and by. A few times, maybe three, a handful of times, one handful no, of times. No, one, one time, and then the next time. It was time twice. We, was it twice Well, no, well, well no. it was one time we talked to you in the store. Exactly. But, like, I'd say maybe four times I walked by and waved hi as I walked by. That's true. Just and just, no more than that. Yeah, just but then that. it was funny when I went to Mimi's birthday and I saw you there, yes. and I was like, "What are you doing? We know each other." Yes, well, I, it was funny because you came up, introduced, us, and I'm like, I was looking at you. I'm going, "I know this. Woman where do somewhere. I know this person from?" <laughs> very familiar. And then we yeah. started talking. And I was like, "Yeah, well, we, were, we were we were at the apartment we're in now, but yeah, we just, we just moved from Banal Beach, and I'm in Banal Beach, and that's when it like." You were the woman in the store. Yes, yes. So then we became friends. We hung out now, and and awesome. So hi, thank, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. My pleasure, my pleasure. All right, so let's start from the beginning. Tell us where you're from. Okay. What, 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 yeah, tell us your origin story. Okay, I was born in Argentina, in Buenos Aires, and I lived there until less than two years ago because I moved oh, wow. to Spain. Yeah, I moved to Spain in April 2022. Okay. Yeah. So I left my daughter. I have a grown daughter. She's 25 years old. So when she was old enough for me to, you know, Leave. look for new horizons, <laughs> um, I chose Barcelona first. Okay. Mainly because, well, I'm going to get into it later, but I am a holistic therapist. Mm -hmm. And one of the therapies that I work with is family constellations. Okay. And one of the top referrals in the world is in Barcelona, is Joan Garriga. Okay. He was a student of the Bert Hellinger, who is who created the technique. Okay. And also because all my life I wanted to live close by the sea. In Buenos Aires, you need to drive at least four or five hours by car if you oh, want to wow. get to the beach. Kind of so, like Vegas. Yeah. yeah. So it's not close. It's like once a year, if you're lucky and you have the means to it, you go right. to the beach. Like yeah. most people that live in Buenos Aires, and you want to live much, much closer. And I want it to be, yeah. I like, I have something with the sea and the moon yeah. are like my two big loves. <laughs> nice. And so, I need to be close to them. Speaking of which, I'm side tangent and don't worry. Here we go off on tangents all yeah, the time. Yeah, I do that all the time. Um, did you see the moon on New Year's Day? Uh, yeah, yeah. I guess that'd be yesterday. Yeah, it was the, cloudy, the, but the, yes. It was a blood red moon. Oh, it was? Well, in Banal Madana, when I looked at it, like I was Ooh, walking. Oh, no, I missed it. And like it was. Almost at water, but seemed like water level. Again, it's night. I can't see the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the, 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 the but it was just like this half. I took a picture of it. Ooh, uh, and listeners, true. I'll post a picture. Uh, I think I'll post it on my social medias, but I'll post it uh, again when this interview drops as well. Um, 
but it was absolutely phenomenal. Wow, look at that. It was like a blood red half moon. What you can't see is like the ocean line is yeah, like but right I can, yeah. there. Yeah, right, I can yeah. See it. yeah. So uh, it was insane. So yeah, I love the moon as well. Yeah. All I'd say, I love the moon as well. So anytime and I go out. was telling me, our friend in common, that she started the year at the beach as well. So I told mm -hmm. her, like, what the best what best way to start the year that at the beach? Yeah, it so, wasn't the case this year, but I was three blocks away from the sea. So you're here. Enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Barcelona was my first place. Um, when I moved from Argentina, I, I planned on coming with a few savings. I had $3,000 saved up. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, um, I got scammed and I lost all oh, my money. No. Yeah. So when I was coming here, I was like, okay, what am I going to do? I had been working on my therapies independently for only about a year and a half. Okay. Independently, full time. Although I've been doing this for more than 10 years now. Right. But I, I always had like a safe side job for me to pay my bills. And right. Raise my daughter, right? Right, right, right. You have the um, one that gives you the paycheck so you can do stuff. Yeah. And then you try to seek out your passion in the meantime. Exactly. And listeners, if you hear sounds of the world, like right now there's a helicopter flying by, which is weird because there's barely ever a helicopter yeah. in here in Spain that I mean, whatever. But we are sitting on uh, Maria Paz's balcony That's as we right. go. It was too nice of a day to do this inside. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you were saying... Uh, so I was saying, I had scammed, I lost all my money, I had no money at all. So I was like, okay, if at first I need to work as a waitress or as a secretary or like a receptionist or whatever, I'm going to do that because, you know, you I need you? to settle down. But the universe had other plans for me. And fortunately, about one week, 10 days in that I was in Spain, I met this place in Barcelona that does all the holistic therapies that I do. Mm -hmm. And especially they have a lot of clients for a massage. So I started working there. Oh, nice. And I was able to get like most of my income through the massages. But then I was able to get people to know me with my other therapies right. and stuff. So I was like, okay, that's great. And it worked for like nine months. And then housing in Barcelona is a lot more expensive than here in Malaga. Right. If you're like me, because I'm legal, I, I'm an Italian uh, citizen, so like I have all my papers. You lucky. Like, yes. yeah. uh, <laughs> I'm going to use so many Europeans yeah. who are in Spain because they're European. Yeah. yeah. I really thank my grandparents and especially my parents who took care of um, getting my citizenship when I was a kid. Right. So when I was a grown up, I just had to do the passport and that's it. Easy peasy. Yeah. But anyway, still, it's hard for you to rent an apartment for your own first because the month rent is a lot more expensive than here. Right. And also because they ask for all this, like you need to have a paycheck, you need to have um, um, some time staying here, references, this. I had nothing of that. Right. So I had no choice but to share apartments. And I had to share an apartment with other people that I didn't know. It was okay right but you gotta understand i was a mother when i was only 18 years old okay so i had never ever ever lived by myself until i got here oh wow at the age of 42 now i'm 43. so anyway in barcelona the housing was impossible uh, i was starting to get like less work and complicated to find an apartment for me to move in and that's when i hurt my soul and it's like 
there's a reason why all this is happening. Mm -hmm. Let's see what's out there. Like, what's my next step? And I already had a friend living here, which I came to visit for last year's New Year. Okay. And also her birthday, which is December 27th. Oh, nice. And Shout was, out to the friend. Yeah. When I was at, uh, it's funny, her husband and her both had the birthday on 27th uh, Interesting. December. Yeah. I was just couples had the same <laughs> birthday on the same day. It's like funny. Yeah. Not same year though, because they are like different ages. Pretty apart. Yeah, different right. ages. But anyhow, I was at their birthday party and I was talking to people, mingling this and that. It's like, I don't discard the possibility of coming to live to Malaga, but like farther away in time, like, you know, like not now. One of the therapies that I do is Akashic Records. Okay. Just for everybody to be on the same page. Akashic Records is like the iCloud or the Google Drive for your mm -hmm. soul. Okay. There's a space somewhere in the universe where all the information, past, present, and future for all the existence of the world is recorded. Okay. So when you access your Akashic Records, you start listening to your higher self. You start talking to your guides, to your spiritual guides. Yes. And they can show you the way. They can tell you what is the possibility for you to learn, what is the learning opportunity, why you're not being able to find an apartment, or like what is your next move. But they won't tell you what to do. Because right. I, I had this um, habit of asking them, like, what should I do now? Like, I feel, <laughs> like, you know, like a little kid talking to the parents. And my guides would always tell me, like, your next step will be whatever you want the next step to be. But they helped me understand that Barcelona was no longer my place. And right. that's when I came to, to Malaga. So I came to Malaga and... Because my father died when I was very young. Mm -hmm. Every property, every time a property sold, like my vacation house or my house, I would get an inheritance. Right. So last year, no, not, not last year, 2022. Yeah. Right. At the end of 2022, the last property that my family had was sold. So I got my share. And I had that money and I didn't know where to invest it, what to do with it. And suddenly I was like, I should put my own store. Like, you know, for me to offer my therapies, for other therapists to um, hire my space and right. to have an office to work. And I should also, you know, sell incense sticks, candles, the, the, whatever. The, the Everything you already the, the, saw. The holistic knickknacks. Yeah. Yes. Um, I call them wellness products. Wellness products, yeah. yes. Um, so everything started to align so perfectly, so synchronically. Like I found the place, the price was right. Everything was perfect. Also my branding, the website, like everything was, you know, on wheels. So I did like everything was done in my family, like especially on my father's side, like mm -hmm. big time. You know? okay. like, so I put all the money and I bought everything needed, like to start, you know, five star place. And unfortunately, I chose a place I didn't do much of a marketing research or study right. or stuff. First of all, the rent was off the roof. That was what we were talking about. Yeah, the, the store you met yeah, in yeah, Beno yeah. Beach. Yeah. They were charging me 1400 a month mm. for something that should have been no more than 700 Right. Because of the location, because of everything. And also, they promised me there would be like 4,000 people passing by every day. It never made it even to a thousand. No. 
So like nobody... we were we were there like in, I mean we were there in May. Yeah, yeah, and when, I was when it should have been full, full summer, and it yeah. was not. It was not. They promised they would um, torn down the the gates okay. so that people could access more easily. They were supposed to put signs for people to know that the store was there. Right. None Nothing. of that happened. So I was bleeding money like every month, spending all the money I had until I was realizing I was running out of money. I was not making enough money, right. not even to cover rent. And that was like one of my breaking points in which I was like, what should I do? Should I close? Like if I'm closing, am I giving up? Right. Like, oh, like, that's so hard. Like how, like that thin line between how much more should I try? How long should I stay here knowing that the mo it's a money suck? You know, it's uh, like yeah. when there's no money, there's no money. Even you right. trust the universe, whatever, but it comes to a point in which you need to be practical in business. <laughs> the universe you know? is telling you, get out. Yeah. Like, so, I know you're waiting for a sign. This is your sign. Get out. First, I realized before deciding to close that it was way too much for myself on my own. Mm -hmm. I was taking care of the website, of all the communication, social media. I had to come up with the activities. I had to perform the activities. Right. I had to be in the lookout for other therapists to come and hire the place. It's a lot Just to do by yourself. Just saying it, I'm already getting exhausted. Yeah, me too. Know? I'm a holy like, shit. That's oh a lot. God, like, it was too much. Yeah. So. But you know, I've also I learned that you have to try. Of course. Like that, because that's how you know. That's how exactly. you learn, right? Exactly. Like, well, let me put it put it out there. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, you know, back in the U.S., I had my own business. I had Who Is Big Sexy Entertainment. Okay. Um, and I was a DJ and an entertainer. And I had to, you know, promote it. And I did some gigs here and there. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> but, yeah, but the, there wasn't enough gigs coming in right. to really, you know, build the business. And all the while, you're paying for the license. You're paying for the website. You're paying for the domain. Yeah. Like, you're all this out, you know, money going out. Yeah. And every now and then, a trickle of money coming exactly. in. You're like, I can't sustain that. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then with moving here. Right. No I'm, purpose I'm not, of having an office. I'm not DJing anywhere. Right. Right. I'm not... Uh, Teaching line dance classes yet, which is something that I plan to do, you know, once. Teaching we, which class? Line dance. Soul okay. line dance. Have you ever seen, like, at a wedding, people get together yeah. and do, like, like, like a lot of American weddings, like, electric shuffle, I mean, electric slide, Cupid shuffle. Okay. The wobble. I'll show you some videos of what those yeah, dances look like. Yeah, sounds a lot of fun. Yeah, it's a blast. <laughs> and I teach those. I teach that. That's great. Um, but, again, I, I, I dreamed talk about your dreams when you come yeah, here yeah, was that, <laughs> uh, coming here i would get situated find a place right away yeah where that i could teach people i'd market and say hey come learn dance line dance for you know 15 euro for an hour 20 euro for an hour whatever yeah. whatever and then the people would kind of find me and come and dance whatever whatever uh finding a place no not easy to do. No. <laughs> uh, understanding how to get printing. I mean, you can figure that out, go to a different printer, but it's like, okay, I'd have to get that printed and then print it in Spanish. And then, I'm, okay, then I have to be able to teach it in Spanish or get a translator. Or, or get or... a translator, right? And, uh, and, you, and you know, enough hurdles, you're like, I'll wait. Yeah. I'll put it off. I'll do, right. it, I'll do that later. Yeah. And then later becomes three months and so now you got to get out. Right. Like, oh, okay. So then, you know, okay, well, when we get back, I'll hit the ground right now. Okay, later. Later. Yeah, so we come back with a year, get ready, I'll teach you how to do some line dance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm terrible at following steps, but because I do like free dance. But yeah, you're right, right. <laughs> I was never good at learning tango, salsa, any step, any dance that requires me to follow specific steps. steps. 
like my mind block. So it's well, like, <laughs> ooh, that'll be great. That's a great challenge. Your your mind block a learning step to my ability to teach people how to follow the exact same pattern during an entire song. We should get back to everybody in a year's time. To yes, yeah, we'll, we'll never get some. We'll get some before and after videos. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. Also, but you were saying, you, you, yeah, it's you, okay. You made so the decision to close yeah, the shop before closing the store. I realized that it was too much for me. So my first aim was like. I should try to get somebody to share my responsibilities with. Okay. Not necessarily a partner, because business partners are like, it's very hard to find the right person. Right. But maybe somebody with their own business to take place in in my same store so we can share expenses, share expenses and everything. Right. So I threw it like to the universe. So let's see if somebody can a couple of people came for an interview they were not convinced and of course i also didn't feel honest knowing that there was not going to be too much people no, coming in. Traffic. Yeah, yeah. so i have this friend of mine and colleague ingrid in argentina she also she's a great akashic records reader and right. Shout she's out to ingrid. Like, yeah she channels messages that are like very deep and very clear and very wise so she offered actually, um, do you want me to open the records for the relationship between you, the physical store and your brand? I was like, yes, please. And that was the final thing that I needed to realize that it was the moment for me to say goodbye. Right. That all that process was more related with me healing that relationship with my father. Actually a few weeks or a month before that, I, I took a session as a patient with one of my teachers for family constellations mm -hmm. to, to work on the relationship with my father. He died 30 years ago almost. Okay. And he yeah, he's always like around with mm -hmm. me. I, I can know he's with me. But this relationship of, you know, a young girl and her father that is so important. Right. And that session was the first time I realized that subconsciously I had this um, belief that in order for me to be able to belong to my father's side of the family, mm -hmm. I also had to do things big time, you know, right. like amazing things. Like, I don't know, my great grandfather fought in World War One and he got... Um, a medal. medal. Okay. Uh, my grandfather went from Italy to Argentina with nothing but his knowledge of how to um, do metal stuff. Okay. I don't know how to call metal that work. in English. Smith yeah. Smithing. Yeah. And well, not smithing, but it's more like oh. with the thing that goes round and they shape the piece and like they do parts for the car. And... Oh, so like like metal, like just metal work. Yeah, metal. Right, work. right, right. They're not they're not making swords and. And with just no exactly right. no, no no just parts for the car right, and, right, and right. stuff like that. And just by that, he had his own factory. He bought land. He had this. He had that, and he like an empire out of nothing. Wow. And then my father pretty much followed his way of business because he had my grandfather's factory. Then he opened his his own factory. And that's when I realized that's why I was doing the things the way I was doing with my store. And that's when I realized the best decision would be to close and to realize that I don't need to do anything. I mean, I already knew I consciously, I already knew I didn't have to do anything but just be myself right. to belong. 
but apparently my subconscious whole different thing right. <laughs> um right. and that leads me to before starting the podcast i drew a, one of the techniques that i use is also tarot reading but not in the most traditional way of you know well, you, don't, the you, don't, you don't set the decks up i mean i mean no, you do I mean, set the decks up but i do that but i don't use it to fortune tell you know right. it's not we're trying to figure out what's going to happen in the future i don't do that i just connect with the akashic records through the cards okay and that's why now i mashed it up and call it akashic tarot and so I drew a card for me to know what well, was going you, to be Afterwards, the... I want you to text that word, Akashic Tarot. Okay. Tarot. When well, we say tarot, tarot we don't, we don't tarot. pronounce it Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Akashic yeah. Tarot. Um, so I want to add that to the summary or whatever, because okay. I think that's very uh, an amazing and unique concept. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, we'll get into that in, in a second. But you were saying you pulled yeah. a card before the... To see what was going to be the direction of the whole interview. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to share with you guys. It's the Ten of Swords. And let me tell you, this is a very uh, unique deck that was um, that was created by Chris Ann, and it's called the Lightseers Tarot. Because I find that it's like the evolution of the tarot. You have the Marseille Tarot, was the original one. Okay. Then you have the Rider White Tarot, that it's like the second most common, and it's the one I got initiated with and like studied the technique with that. Okay. But this, as you can see, has more modern drawings right. and it has like more deep, instead of swords, they use like birds. birds right. But in all the decks, the concept of this card is the same. And it's when you let the ego die and you let your higher self be the one in charge of your life. And let's, let me get this clear first. Like when I say let the ego die, it's not that like you kill it and you get rid of it. Right. Because the ego is actually very necessary, necessary in our daily life. As an actor, I can tell you the ego is important. Yes. And not ego as in like... Egotistical. Uh, like, exactly. Right. Ego is another way of calling your rational mind, right? right. We have two types of minds. We have the, um, the emotional mind. That would be the higher self. It's mm-hmm. more spiritual than emotional. And then you have the rational mind. That is the ego. Yes. One time, this friend in Argentina many, many years ago gave me this analogy that I loved, and that's why I use it all the time. And she told me, it's like in a company, you have the labor, the working labor would be your physical body, the ones okay. who actually do the job. Then you have the human resources department, that would be your emotions. And then you <laughs> have the CEO, which is the ego or the mind. Right. That when the CEO tries to run things, like if he were the founder and the owner, things usually don't go well. Right. But when the CEO follows the guidance and the guidelines of the founder of the company, that in this case would be the soul. The company of the soul. So uh, the soul would be the founder of the company. And, and that's that analogy I loved because it's very clear. So right. of course you need a if you're, CEO. If you understand business, you got you. Yeah, you know, you need a CEO for the daily uh, decisions. You need the CEO to communicate to all the people. Somebody needs to there. make that decision. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Take the information from all the other, all the other departments. Give me all the information. Okay, do this yeah. and then they go forth and implement the the ideas from exactly God. exactly so in a more like transcendent or deeper conversation 
I recently finished doing the, um, the manual for me to start initiating people in the Akashic Records technique. The All reading right. for everybody to be able to read their own records. And if they want, they can also use that technique to read the records for somebody else, always with a permission. And right. It's not that I'm going to read somebody that doesn't know I'm opening the records. Right. And, and also, whenever you're ready, you can also teach that technique. It has like those three different options. Okay. And when I was um, writing the manual, I was explaining how the soul is like a um, sparkle. That comes off from the main source. Yeah, like the main <laughs> source would be like the origin of everything, everything that exists mm -hmm. in the universe, you know? So the soul would be like a sparkle that comes off from the source. And before incarnating in the body, it already draws the, the line of what will be your lessons to be learned, your experiences. You already know which kind of parents you're going to choose. For that experience and that's when you're also assigned like a spot in that library of the akashic records okay. with your full name that's how it's identified and then you come to earth and i always say it's kind of ironic or like a bad joke but it's not because you come to earth to learn how to be self-sufficient not to rely on other people's opinions or on other people's giving you anything right but you come to earth depending a hundred percent on a womb and a mother that need to bring you to life and right. you cannot do anything without another person right and that's actually the summary of what i consider that happens in life everything you came to learn you will actually get the opposite if you were supposed to learn about self-love, you will be raised with parents in a society and a group of people that will show you all the opposite. You will probably not get any love. They will be very strict, very harsh, maybe even violent. Right. Because all that is with a purpose for you to develop right. self-love. You can't develop it if you already got it. Exactly. Right. There's, I always, for that purpose, I always quote this movie with Morgan Freeman. Um, in Spanish, it was translated to God Almighty, but I'm not sure that was the original title. Uh, might be Bruce Almighty. Yeah, I don't where, know. Where Morgan Freeman played God. Yes. And Jim Carrey was... That was one version, but this other version was with the guy from The Office. Evan Almighty. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That so one. there's Bruce Almighty, which okay. is Jim Carrey. Yeah. And then Evan Almighty okay. with Steve Carell. There you go. Yes. So I always call this scene in which Morgan Freeman is playing God, but of course nobody knows. He's just like a chef in a cafeteria right. or something like that. And Stephen Carroll's wife is talking to him, very um, frustrated because she's telling him, I pray to God every day for me to get a united family and my family to be united and close. And I'm getting the opposite. So God told her, like Morgan Freeman told her, and do you think if you ask God, for a close and united families, he's going to give it to you or he's going to give you the conditions for you to develop a united family. And that's what I think it's life about. Right. So going back to this card of uh, the Ten of Swords, the sooner each of us realize that there's this double um, side of our brain mm -hmm. and there's like two voices, I, I don't know if it was 
Cherokee or from where, but my Akashic Records teacher told us this story, like, you know, a, a story that grandparents would tell to their children. Right. Um, about the two wolves. The two wolves, is, yeah. And, the and, the yes. white wolf and the black wolf. Yes. And that's pretty much the soul. The white wolf and, and the black. And the, the white, white, black, uh, light and dark. Yeah. I, I prefer light and dark than white and black. Okay. I mean, that's yeah. just me personally. I'm, no, I'm, no, I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I try, yeah. To, I try to take black out of being evil. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But in this case, it's not more like evil. It's in this case, it's light, uh, it's dark, it's black as in no light right you know yeah. like not because it's evil it's actually there's no light yeah, yes. it's not evil and good it's light and no light right that leads me to another concept that i always tell people that when we start doing therapy in any format it doesn't have to be the traditional therapy but it's like going to the basement and turning on the light right and so you start realizing there's a lot of stuff there you don't need and you don't want so you need to take it out, take it out. Really? There's also a lot of treasures you had no idea you had that in there, your gifts. Right. You know? So it's time for you to start using them. And what I tell my patients is that it doesn't matter who put it in there, whether it was society, your parents, your past relationships, mm -hmm. it's your basement. So it's your responsibility. And also you have the full power. Right to determine what you want to keep in there and what you want to be removed, you know? Yeah. So I think it's this journey of um, one of the phrases that I use to like identify my services and it's actually about to be my welcoming phrase in my website. Right. Um, that it's your soul already knows the way you just start, you just need to start following it. Your soul already knows the way. You just need to start following. Exactly. So whether you do Akashic Records, Tarot Reading, Traditional Therapy, um, Meditation, whatever works for you, the aim should be to start listening to your soul because right. the soul already knows which is the way and which are the decisions. So going back a little bit to my biography when i knew i had to close the store um it's because i knew that it was time for me to start a new phase and i no longer needed not even big i no longer needed a physical place right for me to start shining you know and to start offering my services and now i actually feel a lot more free i was gonna ask you if you feel, feel the, the moment i the moment I closed my store, it's like, I feel so free. And I actually went to Barcelona. I went to Madrid. And now I want to do this. I want to travel. I want to offer my services. Right. Wherever I go, just bring my deck of cards yep. with me. And deck of cards and a change of clothes. Yeah. <laughs> but I used to, whenever, because I used to offer so many different types of therapies. Because I, I, I studied all sorts of techniques. Mm-hmm. I also play the singing bowls for meditation. Oh, nice. I love, I love singing bowls. Yeah. But they are heavy. Yeah, oh, yeah, and, yeah. Like, when I moved from Argentina, I had three suitcases. One of them was pretty much my work stuff, like books, singing bowls, and everything I needed to work. Right. And that's too much weight. The heavy. <laughs> yeah. Right now, I'm in a moment in my life, and, like, I don't want presents. Like, I don't want anything that will require me that if i move 
I need to wrap and take with me. Right. And it's like, I want to live with a minimum yeah, stuff we, we possible. We had that experience coming over and people know like i like things i, yeah. I like i'm a collector of stuff <laughs> i used to collect rubber duckies nice. uh i used to collect uh stuffed monkeys oh my god uh, i used to collect i just told you i told you i collect domino sets uh, right different that's types true. of dominoes yeah. um I, I collect stuff right uh cds music i love like physical Oof. media i don't know what's the last time i had one coming you know, traveling, I had to get rid of all that shit. I can't, I'm not packing all that stuff in suitcases no. and coming here, even though I want to. But, you know, no, let's let's get rid of it. That was hard. Yeah, I know. That don't. was difficult. But, you know, I haven't, I'm not sitting in my bed crying because I don't have my rubber duckies. No. You know what I mean? I saw, yeah. oh, girl, I was down the, the, the um, Monica Central Marina. Yeah. The marina down there. And I passed by the shop and they had like these two full bookcases of different rubber duckies. No. And I was like, oh, good thing I don't collect rubber duckies anymore because I would go broke. Well, but what you could do is like you could keep one rubber ducky. I have, I have just a, like, you know, like a, a reminder of or a like a representative still. of what yeah. that used to do. Yeah. Like when I got here, I wanted to bring special items. Like I, I never was much of a... Up shoe and purses collector. I always right. say that I don't have that female gene in me. Like right. I, I'd rather buy I don't know a tool set <laughs> for me to fix my my apartment. Right. So I try to keep like one pair of shoes, uh, one pair of boots, one pair of sandals. Like you know, not too much of anything. Right. But I did want to bring things that were like meaningful to me. So I, I thought I don't know, like a little, value, yeah, heart, like right. a little painting that was painted by my sister and a mug that was given to me by a friend. Of course, I brought a couple of letters, uh, handwritten letters, but from my daughter. Uh, I actually have a. I saw one on the wall. Yeah, yeah. And a few pictures of me as a child, of my family, and wherever I go, one of my friends told me. The soon you move in, like the the following day, your house is already a home. Like, because I already put my picture somewhere I can see. I'm probably them. unpacking, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I went back to visit Argentina in October, um, twenty twenty, like six months in, in in Spain, there's one item that I brought, a couple items, but one item that I brought back. You're gonna either laugh or find it very cute, but it was my mug in which I had my milk when I was a kid. It's a like porcelain mug. It, it had this picture by Beatrix uh, Potter. I think she's British. Uh, she's uh -huh. like bunnies and stuff. Right. Yes. And it yeah. survived all these years. And when I came in April, I was not going to bring that because I was afraid it was going to break. Right. So I left it with my my cousin because my daughter was definitely going to break it when she was moving out. <laughs> um, I mean, I love my daughter, and she's getting better at that now, but that moment I knew she was not going to look after it very carefully. So when I went back, I was, I was showing it in my cousin's house, and I was like, I gave that to you. I didn't remember. Like, can I have it? Yes, of course, it's yours. <laughs> so I broke it. That's like one of the back. few things that, and those are the things you don't know whether to use them and risking breaking it again. Right. And, you know, but no, I have that, and it, like those are tiny things. It's little things that, of course, if you listen to like very um, elevated um, gurus and stuff, they will tell you need to get unattached of absolutely um, yeah. everything. 
Okay, okay. I'm not there yet. That is why know? I didn't die to give an Asian blessing. Unattach yourself. I'm not there yet. No, I will not. I like meat dominoes. Those make me happy. You're asking yeah. me to detach myself from things that make me happy. I have a Mr. T duck that brings me so much joy. Mr. T. See that. Yes. I want to see that. Yes. I'll I show you. I think I have a picture of. I'll show you a picture of my Mr. T duck. <laughs> yes. It. I have a William Shakespeare duck. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> these things make me happy. Keep me happy. Yeah. So I. I mean, I don't aim to be a very, you know, advanced, highly spiritual, interesting, like to be turned into a saint or whatever. Right. But I try to live my my life the best way possible in terms of being loyal to mm -hmm. myself and listening to what my soul is showing me where is the path right you know and there's also a big uh factor that is when you you have faith in the universe you don't need to call it god like i was never a religious person i'm not even right. baptized i'm but i'm very spiritual right. and i have this firm faith that there's something bigger out there looking after us that everything is out there available for us. So when I closed the store, I had no idea how was I gonna be able to make my monthly um, expenses and stuff. Right. And it's like, I just trust that it's for the best. Mm -hmm. the, the path will reveal. <laughs> right, you know? right, right, right. Like when, when I moved from Barcelona to Malaga, everybody was telling me, and what are you gonna do for a living? I don't know. Where are you going to live? I don't know. I just know I need to go to Malaga. Right. And it's when, like, you have that faith. It's like a you safety it net. It it's like a safety net. You can be walking down a risk, you know, uh, not risk, a uh, cliff. A cliff. Um, mm -hmm. Risco in Spanish. That's why I said oh, risk. Um, and you're not afraid to fall because if you fall, there's still going to be a safety net. I mean, if you're yeah. walking along a risk, I mean, you know, that makes sense as well. If you're walking <laughs> on in a risky path and doing yeah. risky stuff, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Awesome. Now, so. when you were younger, did you travel a lot? Like, like, did you do a lot of traveling? Like, what gave you the... Well, you say, I mean, your parents are Italian and Argentinian. My grandparents Italian. My parents Argentinian. Fortunately, I grew up in a very good comfortable economic position did you get out to italy quite so, often well not to italy but to the states okay. i went to disney world like three times oh, and nice. yeah when i was six years old we did a whole europe tour but of course i don't remember anything because you were six i only remember tickling a statue in the louvre in paris <laughs> that's like my memories of that trip um but yeah <laughs> we, we traveled we traveled often and okay. And then in 1990, I do remember going to Disney World. And then from Miami, we drove, well, we didn't drove, my father drove right. uh, all the way to New York and Washington. Ooh, that's a long drive. Yeah, we stopped for a night in, I think it was North Carolina. North Carolina. Yeah. Um, and that's a trip I remember. And my dad traveled a lot in the last years he lived because he was opening this new factory right. so he went to italy and to the states for the um, for the machinery and stuff and yeah and i also feel like it's not a coincidence that two of my one two actually three of my cousins and me so it's four grandchildren 
of my grandparents are living in Europe. It's like, you know, like going back right. to the origins, even though we're not in Italy. Right. You're still, I mean, you're close. But it's, you know, and actually I have like a tenth of Spanish blood because my grandmother's mother on my mother's side mm -hmm. uh, was from Galicia, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I would like to go visit her, her hometown. Nice. La Coruña, yeah, it's called Betanzos. Sorry for the interruption, but look at that sky. Oh. Since I moved here, I always say every yeah. sunset is a postcard. Yeah, and it's the mountain, like, and the mountain view over there with the, with the the pink clouds nice. and the listeners, you can't see this, and and viewers, you can't see it either. But you're looking at us, looking at the distance. It's a gorgeous. I'll take pictures of it. I'm not, I'll yeah, just take pictures of it now, of that and piece. I'll post uh, the photos to the Patreon as well. It, but um it doesn't seem to amaze me like every day i'm like feel so blessed to be living here <laughs> you know argentina is also amazing but i lived in the city so i didn't right get so to you see saw all, all the, the cities and whatnot. yeah but i also thank my parents for raising me in in a house with a big garden and like being in touch with nature every summer we vacationed either at the mountain or the sea but we would always get out you know, and one time we did this very long uh, road trip from Bariloche in Patagonia, in the south of the country. Mm -hmm. That's where actually all my siblings and my mother live now. We we crossed over to Chile, in the south of Chile. Then we went all the way up to Santiago de Chile. And then we crossed again over to Mendoza and then back to Buenos Aires. So it was like, I don't know, a week or oh, 10 wow. days. And the landscapes you see in those places are, I always tell everybody, like, it's not a country to live in, but not it's definitely a country to visit because Argentina is so vast in like so many different um, weather and, and landscapes. You have the desert, you right. have the icebergs, you have the waterfall, you have, you know, it's right. so rich such a pity that it's i don't want to get into that subject, yeah, right right though, <laughs> right yeah, it's yeah. such a pity we that, we had us we, 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 we stay away from the 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 politics yeah not even politics social i think just that the, the social uh, i think the background. worst problem in argentina is not even the politics it's the people itself that are very self-absorbed and it's each on their own now we were but, talking yesterday two days ago yeah about how many argentinians Oh, in Spain. Right here wow. in Spain. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, everywhere you turn, there's another Argentinian steakhouse. Uh, even, like, right by where we live, there's an Ar yeah. Argentinian tapas yeah. place. And I'm a, I, I, further, they have a deal with the government. Like, you know, yeah. I, I also want to, it was like sister cities. Like, you know, Malaga was a sister province to Argentina. Or no, Argentina, there's actually a lot of uh, people from Mar del Plata. That is one of the cities in the sea, in the okay. coast one of the seaside cities in Argentina. There's a lot of people from that city in Malaga specifically because it's like similar Same. weather, Most similar it, yeah. lifestyle, you know? Um, and that's actually what I was telling you the other day, that it, it makes um, being away from your country so much easier. Right, because you get a little slice of home. You know, there's certain things that you can only get in Argentina that you couldn't get in Spain before. Right. Uh, like the croissants we have, or like, not the croissants, but like the pastry mm -hmm. from Argentina. You, 
usually you wouldn't be able to get that here. Now you get right, it right, in several right, places. Right. Dulce now de they sell it at the Mercadona. Yeah. yeah. Dulce, <laughs> you know, dulce right. de leche. Um, that for people that don't know, dulce de leche is like a jam, but made out of condensed milk. Right. Very sweet. Delicious. <laughs> High calorie as well. So don't right. stay away from it. But look, pancake with dulce de leche is like one of the best. It's one of the things, yeah. Yeah. And then there's this um, sandwiches that are made like, you know, when you get the bread with no crust, mm -hmm. but half the thickness. So it's like very thin bread right. with a ham and cheese and a little mayo, but it's like eating cotton. It's like very oh. soft. Interesting. It's called sandwich de miga because miga is like, how do you call it in English? What's inside of the bread? Like, Meat. Fixings, uh, ingredients. No, no, no. Like, Meat. like when you have the crust and then you have the soft part inside, and some people get that out to get less. All that is called bread. Okay. We, we don't have any. We you don't, don't have, have a separation. Name for that. Okay. We have we have crust. <laughs> yeah. And bread. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah, yeah. and, and yeah. another crust is the part of the bread. Yeah, but, but we're like we're not calling that anything special. <laughs> we're not giving you a name. We're not giving that a name. <laughs> it's not even worth uh, it. Listeners, if you if the inside of bread has a different name other than bread. <laughs> Uh, put it in the comments, send us on social media so uh, we can look that but up. But anyway, it's just made out of that, right? Of what you call bread with no crust, right. um, and it's very delicious. So now you can get that. And I, I was like yeah. thinking about how different it was for my grandparents, for example, when they had to move from Italy to Argentina, right? First off, it was a boat ride for like seven days or ten days, I don't know, they were riding a boat for, right. for a lot of days. There was no internet, no video calls. Like you wanted to get in touch with your family, it was nope. very difficult. Only in written, handwritten letters right. at the beginning. Then you got the telephone, but still, and it was completely different language, completely different culture. Now I was making a video call with one of my friends eating one of those sandwiches. I'm like, hey, no, I'm having, you know, I'm having a sandwich, like Argentinian way. So. It yeah. makes it easier. And nice, in nice. Malaga, there's a lot of Argentinian WhatsApp groups and, and meeting points right. and people get together to play football or to to support each other in business. There is a nice social and, network. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty broad. And that's like an upgrade for me compared to Barcelona, even though I had friends and everything. Right. But here it was like... Um, broader and wider network nice yeah but i'm not planning on staying too, too long longer. yeah i mean i have a lease contract in my apartment until june right but i want to you know you want to see the world well, i want to see the world yeah. and actually by the end of march or april we are planning on my daughter coming visit oh yeah and she's probably gonna stay like for two or three months and nice. try to get a we'll, job we'll be getting back something. around that time so yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, t I'll teach her how to play mahjong good yeah, 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 <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, we we usually share game game nights. Um, nice. Yeah, especially in pandemics. Right, oh, I can imagine. Together. Yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. Uh, do you have like a favorite place that you've gone to that you like really want to get back to, like in all your travels? Like, you're like oh man, I, I visited blah blah blah, and it was so amazing. I want to go back and see it again. Well, I mean, New York for me, it's like I'm sure that in a previous life sometime i lived in the united states and new york specifically new spot. i went once when i was 10 years old then i went with my daughter when i was 35 almost 36 we spent christmas 
But it was not a white Christmas. Like every it, year, but it was a cold Christmas. But that year, it no. I was actually wearing a sleeveless shirt with a jacket, like a light jacket with the sleeves down here. The day we left, wow. it was historic record. I don't know if you remember January twenty sixteen. Yeah, it was like record yeah. of snow in New right. York. We it, missed it was, it a, by it was one a warm day. before the storm. Yeah. Exactly. The warm before the storm. And I would love to go back in spring. Like yes. one of my New York is amazing in spring. And the yeah. it's also amazing in uh there's a there's a smaller window in fall. Okay. The New York is awesome right before the winter. Yeah. But New York can get very hot in the summer. Yeah, I know. And it's a city, right? That was the so, first time I went was in, in summer. Right. And so and July. the heat lasts a while. The heat lasts a yeah. while into August and September. Yeah. But there's a small window. Uh shout out to all our New York listeners. Mm -hmm. Um yeah, I would love to go back in spring. Yeah. I really liked it. And I also love jazz music. And that's one of the things I couldn't get to do when I went. Oh, no. We only spent like three, four days. We did a, a lot of things for only right. being there three, four days. With yeah, my but daughter. you got to get the tourist stuff out. And yeah. then also gospel music. I've never listened to gospel music live. Jazz I did, oh, really? but not in New York. But gospel music live, never. I never had a chance uh, yet. We had to take you to, a, uh, we had to go to the States and take you to like one of the, uh, gospel brunches at the hard rock cafe oh nice that, would that be nice. is that is amazing that yeah. is absolutely amazing i believe it i believe it <laughs> yeah so what what's next for uh portal shanti what, what what's coming up well now i'm uh renewing completely the website i was not happy with our provider and right. also the fact that i originally did the website with so many services mm -hmm. actually it's a funny story when i closed the store i was sitting in the same balcony realizing that i had so many possibilities like what next right it's overwhelming when you have so many options you have options yeah yeah, yeah. and that's when i realized most likely people getting to my website will feel the same overwhelmness if that's a word but like feel <laughs> overwhelmed in the same way because i offer so many therapies so now i'm just compensating it down, it. Yeah. Down. Yeah, yeah like you know if people that know my services want to get a specific service, of course, I will continue doing it. Yeah. But like massages, um, I haven't been wanting to go that way for a long time now. Although right. I, every time I do it, I do a therapeutic massage. So we also work emotions and the mind. It's not just the body. Right. But right now I want to, to focus on Akashic Tarot. Okay. And to be able to offer that I know. I've been talking to a friend to offer Tarot Mondays on her restaurant. Oh, nice. And then I I also want to do the one you attended, remember, Wine and Tarot? Yeah, I remember that. That was a, that was a very fun event. And thank it, you yeah. again. So listeners, I went to a, you guys maybe heard talk about it. I went to a Wine and Tarot event at Porto Shanti back in the shop, and it was all in Spanish, or mostly in Spanish. And every now and then, either Mimi would translate for me or you would translate with the majority and you were of people. Using the Google and I was using my Google right? translator to get okay. to get most of it. That was a very interesting and, and, and fun night. I just had a random thought. Um and uh what about karaoke? How would that go on? It sounds funny. We go we find a bar that has, know, fun. has karaoke night. <laughs> okay. And then in between songs, people can get their tarot re read. I'm totally up to and it. And then we yeah. do a do a karaoke night. I love it. I, I actually love the name. Yeah, I, I love it. Yeah, 
Let's brainstorm on that. Let's brainstorm on doing I actually feel that one of the missions for Portal Shanti and myself is to be able to bring spirituality to much down-to-earth level. A wider bit, yeah. Yeah, you know, for everyday uh, life, for people to understand that being spiritual is not only about going to the shrine and and meditating for hours, that you don't have to turn into Buddha for you to be spiritual, you know, it's... To be able to start listening to that higher self, to your, to your soul, higher, yeah. in, in your everyday Don't be decisions. afraid to touch your higher self. Yeah. And then you can do it with simple things, even actually games, and, and do it in a more fun way. Right. That it doesn't have to be so solemn. And, I like it. When we get back, we're definitely going to find a, a karaoke bar, yeah. and we'll, we'll do some terror. Ter- I know a karaoke bar in Malaga, Dauto Malaga. Uh, I, I've seen this one in Tulemolinos. Okay. Uh, there's, one, there's a couple here. Okay. Right, that we saw. I know that there's two in um, two or three in the Let me open. Let me turn yeah. on the light. Oh no, because... we're, we're, we're going to wrap this up. Okay. We're going to wrap this up. Okay. Now. Listen, it's, it's getting it's, to it's, get it's dark, dark and, <laughs> and anybody who's watched the video has slowly seen the light just dim and yeah. dim and dim. But we've kind of reached the, the end point. But that's because it's um, natural light, so everything. We did natural the natural, here. very natural here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, we could turn on the lights, but that, that, that this is good. And also natural, the fact that I didn't know, I had no idea, no clue of what we were going to talk about just one second before we started. So nothing right. of this is scripted. Oh, no, or... <laughs> no. But listeners, our listeners, no, we don't script nothing. I mean, be, that's how come we go off tangents. We get wild crazy. I never yeah. know what we're going to do. Even when I meet guests, I have a list of questions I can ask. I might get to one or two of those yeah. every now and then. I just kind of touched on like little travel aspects of the travel podcast, essentially. But really, and I kind of mentioned this, what 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 Big Session Digital Nomad is becoming about, not just me and my travels and me seeing the world, but really about the also about the people that I meet Good. and their stories, yeah. right? Like and I ask everybody, if you please come on the podcast and tell your story. And some people are like, yeah, I'd love to. Some people are like, no, nah, I don't, I don't know. I'm not really interesting. I don't know, whatever, whatever. <laughs> and I always tell them, like, it's not. I guarantee. Yeah. You sit down with me for an hour. We'll talk for an hour. Yeah. And we'll have a nice conversation. And you won't be required to be funny. You won't be required <laughs> to, you know, have this interest and whatever. Yeah. You have lived the life, and and as long as you know the things you've done and the life you've lived, I can prompt you to tell those stories with questions, you know, and then you just tell that story and then go, you know where you grew up. Yeah, I want to say it. I think it's great what you're doing here. And it's also a way for listeners to realize that, that it's possible. Like everything is possible. And if I'm insane, if I'm here, (laughs) right. If I'm here, it can be done. Now, I didn't get here on my own. My wife, everybody knows my wife helped, you know, bring us out. But but it can be done. I tell, and I've had so many guests on say, just do it. Yeah, Go, no, no, it doesn't have it to out. even be. I mean, you came here from Argentina. Yeah. You kind of had an idea what you want to do. You had a bit yeah. of a nest egg, but you're like, I'll figure it out. And you did. And I trusted. I, you know, I trusted that one way or the other, things want to work out. And What's the worst that could happen? It doesn't work out. I just come back. You go home. You know, I go home. And it doesn't even have to be a transatlantic travel. You know, people can travel to a different state, to a different country, near, closer by. You know, it's just don't stay where you don't feel comfortable and where you feel there's no room for you to grow. That is great advice. Yeah. 
Get out of there. Well, listeners, <laughs> take care. We thank you guys. Again, I hope you guys enjoy. Uh, where on social medias can my listeners find you? Portal Shanti all over the place. Like Instagram, Portal Shanti, portalshanti.com, YouTube. Nice. It's still starting TikTok. Right. I have, I'm in every platform, although the ones I most um, look after right now is Instagram and TikTok. Right. So, I, no worries, as you know, I'll always put the links in the description and everything. Well, Maria, Maria Paz, thank you again for sitting thank down you. with me. My pleasure. Love hanging out with you as and always. And anybody listening all the way till the end, thank you so much yeah, for yeah, listening. You, because appreciate you yeah, very much so. You. So, yeah, listeners, stay tuned. I'm sure me and Judgmentalist will do some kind of outro to this. And uh, we appreciate y'all staying tight and hang in there and have a beautiful and wonderful day. Happy New Year, everybody. Feliz Años Nuevo. Very good. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye. Welcome back. Welcome back. I I almost said interview there. (laughs) Like, for whatever reason, I missed it the first time. That wasn't an interview. Clued in and ready to go. Like I'm gonna get it this time. Like like yeah. like a dog. <laughs> chasing a what are we? So, what are we? Me, yeah, right. So let me ask you: Do you believe or, or uh, in tarot readings? Like do you, do you think that a deck of car, a deck of tarot cards, which you have created before? I have specialized yes. tarot cards. Uh, how how into tarot are you? Do you just like the cards? Are you, do, you believe, do you believe if you draw the right cards, it can kind of reveal, you know, give you guidance, as it were? Uh, how deeply do you want me to answer this question? Do you want me to just stick with the no, or do you want me to really just <laughs> peel it back as no, to no, no, how? Stay, just stay with the no. Stay with the no. We'll just, okay. we'll just go with the no. Well, you know what? In our in our next regular episode or whatever, we'll peel that back. I, we'll, we'll put a pin in that. And we'll peel back uh, 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 our our personal beliefs around uh, uh, spiritual guidance of I, I, a supernatural nature. All I'm going to say in, is that I'm going to qualify my no with anybody who attacks tarot performance the way that I would with my current knowledge base of what we call the mystery arts, Mm -hmm. if that is the only way, then my answer is no. So I'm not ruling out something that I am unaware of that might exist out in the world. Let's be fair. All right. Just before, you know, people attack me, I don't, you know, I, I don't want to go too far with that to say it's a blanket. No, but based on my knowledge base, no. Right. Interesting. Yeah, we'll 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 pull that back in a later episode. We'll we'll get deeper into that and 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 uh break that down. But yeah, man, it's a great episode. Love talking to her. It's funny. If um anybody, any patron who watches the video, they will get a time lapse of dusk tonight. Because we started like around just after five. And you know, it only took an hour, but in that time the sun set and it just got darker and darker and darker uh, at her place. So and we're sitting on the balcony, so you can actually see the light fade. Uh, as I was looking through the, the video of it, like we start in bright light, like everything's fine, very bright light. And when I click to the end of it, it's darkness. You can barely see me. I'm just, you know, some teeth and eyes in the darkness. 
Yeah, so I hope you guys enjoyed the interview. Stay tuned. We got some plenty more coming up. Uh, of course, you know, as usual, uh, be sure to do all the things like share, you know, subscribe. Uh, if you want to join the Patreon, feel free to go over to bullwiththebutthole.com where you too can uh, support the podcast and, and uh, we appreciate that, of course. Uh, you can follow uh, Judgmentalist over at Psychic-ish, right? You're still at Psychic-ish on everything? Yeah, Psychic-ish that on most of the stuff. Um, I also am starting... Oh, what is it called? TikTok. I'm starting a TikTok for specifically like Elk to Magic had one. Right. I'm now starting one that is specific to my hypnosis because we are branching that out in a number of ways. I've actually nice. had some discussions about um, potentially working with a booking agent, things like that. So oh, cool. it's time to start growing that. Yeah, yeah. So stay tuned. We're also growing. Uh, the podcast things are coming up. Big things are coming up for 2024. So we're looking forward to that. Um, you know what we need? Uh, does Between Two Minds have like um, like music or like a drop or anything like that? Um, I have some stuff, yeah. Yeah, I think we, we need a, a little quick music hit for when we say, uh, make sure to go to is betweentwominds.com, between the number two minds.com. See, we need a little like whatever it is <laughs> between two minds when we give that give that that uh, website address, just like we have with bullwiththebutthole.com. But uh, in the meantime, guys, take care. Uh, we appreciate y'all. Oops, and then I said the word and didn't hit the cue. So let me try that again. In the meantime. Safe travels. Safe travels. I hit that one.